welcome to the To Our Gathered Catholic Podcast with myself, Father Rob Kroll, and my partner in crime, Mr. Jim Fellows. Hello, Jim. Hey, Father. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> you, you, do the, you do the intro like you're not quite sure of the name of the show. <laughs> oh, well. Welcome to the... Uh, <laughs> How many? Two, two well, it's only been almost a year. Come on. I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't a very good math person either, and you have the number two in there. That always messes me up. <laughs> so we're recording this podcast on the long holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. So uh, got any plans uh, for the weekend, Jim? Well, um, that's a fairly good question. We have... Uh, we did a day at the fair. We went uh-huh. to the Minnesota State Fair, which is a huge thing in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, a really different uh, post-COVID or pre-Delta, whatever <laughs> you want to call this period that we're in. Right. Um, and then um, uh, my stepson called me up and said, hey, um, he and his girlfriend really wanted to go to a Renaissance Festival with uh, oh. Jen and I. So, uh-huh. We're going to do a Renaissance Festival. That always draws an interesting crowd. I, uh, I, interesting I is a good word. Yes, yes. People who actually think they're living in medieval times and like to dress as such. But it, You know, it's, uh, it's not my cup of tea. No. <laughs> you can probably wife, find a cup of tea there, though. You probably could. My wife absolutely loves it, and uh, she shared that with uh, Nick. And so he and right. uh, his girlfriend Cassie like to go every year. And okay. When well, we don't have plagues, uh, so this is going to be an act of charity for you, basically. It's this is this is in the cat, and this is something you wouldn't, you know, you you don't have to participate in, but <laughs> it falls into the category of stuff to make your wife happy. <laughs> right. Well, God love you for doing that. It's fine. It's not that painful. It's just right. I just walk around and see people dressed up in silly ways. <laughs> <laughs> so were there tons of people at the uh, Minnesota Fair? State Not Fair? as many as we usually get. Yeah. Okay. And it was, um, it was. I'm a huge fair guy. And Jen goes uh-huh. with me. She's not a fair person at all, but she goes oh. with me because that falls in the category of stuff that you do to make <laughs> to, your husband happy. Well, you both are so, like, self, dying to self. This is beautiful. Well, it's and she hates crowds. I mean, she hates crowds. She's apparently okay with crowds. Dressed in period clothing, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Carrying pointy swords, and, yeah. But it was so disappointing. The fair was so disappointing. We had bought tickets to go see um, the Doobie Brothers. Okay, so they were they were in the bands and um, whatever you call it. Um, uh, the, it was the every night they have a concert, and this yeah. is one of the big concerts. Okay, and we walk up. We've, we've had our tickets for a couple months. We walk up, and it says. Uh, and and it was the big uh, Doobie Brothers reunion tour, the mm-hmm. 50th anniversary, and it was a reunion tour where Michael McDonald was joining back with the band for wow. one last go. Amazing. And then when we get to the sign, and it says, Michael McDonald not performing tonight. Oh. <sighs> yeah. There was a huge line to get uh, yeah. money back and right, right. join that line for a while. I wonder what happened. Back. Oh. He caught COVID. 
Oh, okay. Well, so, I mean, it's legit. It's not like sure. he was being a jerk or anything. Right. COVID and what are you going to do? Well, exactly. And then there was, um, there was these, I saw these horses on TV that were taller than Clydesdales. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it was like, they're just beautiful horses. And I'm not mm-hmm. a horse guy, but it was like, I kind of want to see those horses. Mm-hmm. So we cruised over to the horse barn. Horse barn was closed like all day. Oh. Like, <laughs> The horses strike number two. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did they get COVID? I, I just think that they get a day off every once oh, in a while. Wow. Thing. That stinks. How about you? You doing well, you anything know, fun this week? We have, uh, it's interesting because Milwaukee is known for all these ethnic festivals throughout the summer, in addition to our state fair. And all these ethnic festivals, like German Fest, Festa Italiana, et cetera, they were all canceled except. They hung on to Irish Fest, which was the third weekend of August, and uh, it wasn't quite as good as usual because we couldn't bring over all these groups from Ireland that usually come to perform. But nonetheless, we had groups from around the United States, and the Celtic music music was great. So I did that. And then um, what's going on right now, which I don't think I'm going to go to, but every year there's a 10-day, a huge 10-day music festival in Milwaukee called Summerfest. And we get really big big groups. It is. It's a very big deal. And it's usually in like in June, late June, early July, but they moved it. And so it's happening like September 3rd, 2nd or 3rd to the 10th or something. But um, anyway, so that's going on right now. And I think, you know, it's nice once again, just to be able to go to these things and be with a crowd of people and enjoy, enjoy these types of festivals and fairs. So Anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens with Delta, whether that's going to cause uh, more restrictions or not. But enjoy it while we can. It's weird how, and I don't want to get, I shouldn't have brought this up. Um, <laughs> but, like, there was this huge pushback against um, the the Sturgis rally. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like, you can't go to Sturgis because you'll get COVID, and it's the worst thing in the Blah, 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 blah. And they're warning people of all the cases and mm. Sturgis. And wow. and then the next line on the news is Minnesota State Fair. The, the <laughs> numbers are down a little bit. You guys got to come right. out and see it. And it's like, well, yeah. What? A little. There, little. There's less of a chance to catch COVID right. yes. at the fair. Then Sturgis, I guess mm. bikers are more susceptible or something. I don't uh, know. I, don't, I, I have no idea. Yeah, it is. There's there's a lot of, uh, yeah, even here in Milwaukee, too, it's just sort of contradictory approaches. I mean, I know people are trying to be prudent and all that, but, yeah, sometimes it just becomes, well, yeah, contradictory. So, anyway. It does. I, I went to um, Irish Fest in Milwaukee one time, Ooh. and it was it was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. Like that is, I I never imagined that it was going to be that big of a deal, and it was uh-huh. a huge deal. Oh yeah, of all the ethnic fests, I think it's the most uh, popular. I have not been to any of the other ethnic fests, but uh, <clears throat> that was uh, kind of fun. We're having. Um, a German fest uh, this Friday at uh, St. Michael's Church in, oh. in uh, Stillwater. Okay. Might be going to that. It's uh, So that's, you know, smaller church, smaller venue. It's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. thousands of people, less COVID yeah. problems. But anyway, you got yeah. anything else going on this weekend? Well, I'll be getting together with my family, my mom and my sister tomorrow, and then on Monday, a picnic with uh, 
my Jesuit community here in town. So a few, nice. a few social things. Then I'm, I'm actually going to be uh, going for the first time to a new parish, uh, Divine Mercy Parish in South Milwaukee. So I go there today for confessions and mass and tomorrow morning for mass. So it'll be my, my debut weekend at that parish. So uh, kind of excited. Yeah, so kind of busy, but Monday, Monday will be a pretty chill day. I think so. They're going to be, they're going to be super excited. We, we got to get the, um, the podcast and the oh, in the uh, bulletin or something. Yeah, yeah that's cool. right. Okay, that's cool. maybe maybe, cool. maybe instead of preaching, I'll just play the podcast from my phone. What do you think? I mean, I love it'd, probably, it. it'd probably be shorter than my preaching. You know, so <laughs> I don't not lately. this down. <laughs> this eight minutes of gab time really doesn't. I know. I know. Either. We should we should probably uh, move into our topic. What are we going to talk about today, Jim? Well, so last week um, we started off with me making apologies to our listeners and to one listener in particular for coming across like a total butthead. <laughs> um, and this week we get to start with an apology too from both of us, not just me. This. Um, we have been talking about doing a 33-day consecration to the Blessed Mother. and uh, We're going to use the book, uh, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. And we had told everybody, we're going to start this on the 8th. And we're not. <laughs> we're starting it today. <laughs> we, are. we are. But there's a good reason. And that's because we want to finish it on October 7th which is the Feast of uh, Our Lady of the Rosary. So we want to we actually consecrate ourselves on a Marian feast day. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we were going to start on her birthday next Wednesday, which kind of makes sense, too. But given the choice, we thought we'd, we'd end on a, on a Marian day. So. Well, what happened was Father started reading ahead in the book, and he's like, <laughs> Well, this is this isn't we don't have the right day at all on this one. <laughs> so <laughs> then he calls me up and he's like, "We got to start this earlier. We got to start, start it today. <laughs> we start, when are we starting it today? Oh, and, oh, okay. yeah, all right, all right. All right. yeah. So um, obviously, if people want to start with us, if you've ordered your books and you want to do that with us, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, if and literally, you can start one of these consecrations on, you know, any day, it doesn't, right. You don't, you don't have to follow no. along with, uh, it's just kind of nice to yeah, get some symmetry in the whole thing. That's true. Yep. yep. We had, um, a t- well for us, a, I mean, our most popular podcast, um, was the consecration to St. Joseph. And mm-hmm. It still remains to be the most popular podcast and it okay. still gets listeners all the time. Well, as as we get new listeners, mm-hmm. they kind of gravitate towards um, the consecration to Saint Joseph, which is great. It's mm-hmm. a good place to start. There's a couple of editing errors in there that I should probably fix because it's <laughs> people remind me of that, and I don't fix it. Okay. And I kind of thought that, like, oh, well, it's over, and nobody's going to listen to it. And I was wrong. A lot of people still listen to it. Anyway, we got. Um, at last count, and I don't know how we count now, but uh, at last count, uh, we had like 15 people um, start the consecration to St. Joseph mm-hmm. um, after listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were hoping that we could just maybe do the consecration to St. Mary, uh, to the Blessed Mother, um, all together this time, or whoever wanted to join us. because it's. But uh, we may have screwed that up. Well. <laughs> <laughs> be, be that as it may, that's that's all right. 
we do welcome people to, to join us at any point along the route. So just remember, um, folks, you get what you pay for here at Tour Gather. <laughs> that's, that's right. Have we ever gotten paid anything for this? I don't think so, but that's okay. You know what's kind of interesting is uh, these two consecrations to Joseph and to our Blessed Mother. The texts that we're using are they're written by different priests, Father Donald. Calloway with Joseph and Father Michael Gately for Mary, but they both belong to the same religious congregation, the, the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. So um, that's kind of a neat little detail that we're dealing with uh, these consecrations by two priests who belong to the same religious order. And um, and also we know that St. Joseph, uh, the year of St. Joseph is going to be ending pretty soon. We know we've been, it'll end on December 8th. So we've, we're well into the year. And um, so it's kind of nice that today in the, in the podcast, we can also revisit a little bit um, our consecration to Joseph. Well, and it was the consecration to St. Joseph that really kind of spurred the idea to do a, another consecration to yeah. the Blessed Mother. Right, right. I had yeah, done this Gately book a while back, but it's been a while. And yeah, no, I agree. It, for the two I of us. you did a different one. No, no, no. I did this one, but, but that's okay. It was a while ago. Okay. And, um, yeah, but you're right. I think our consecration to Joseph kind of led us to want to do something now with Mary again. So, Well, and if you haven't listened to the consecration to St. Joseph, um, we can recap it a little bit. I don't mind recapping it at all because yeah. it's a, it was such a positive experience. Sure. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell, tell our listeners what you gained from it or why you thought it was important? The the I didn't know what to expect when I got into it. It was just I felt uh, I thought that this would be, um, you know, something of significance. And of course, um, I harassed uh, my dear friend uh, Father Rob to do this with me, <laughs> and guilted him into doing it because nah, uh, it wasn't that guy. difficult. And that we would do this together. We would just, mm -hmm. uh, we'd chat once a week and we'd do the daily readings on our own. And then we'd come together and we'd just kind of um, give feedback to each other about what we thought about the readings and how this was going and, and, st and all that stuff. And uh, the impact on my life of doing the consecration was um, significant. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I can't. It, it sounds, it's not like, you know, we're, we're casting a spell and something is happening. It's just like, you know, you're, you're setting up a devotion to, you know, the, the, the foster father of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the benefits from that are uh, tremendous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, we started it, we finished it, like right in the middle of when the COVID Mm -hmm. It became huge. Yeah. And I, my job um, is um, to do, uh, to do, uh, be a, a consultant for startup companies and for smaller businesses and mm -hmm. help them to improve. And I was just assuming that I was going to have to shutter the doors for a while until um, all this happened. But the day after we finished, and then just weird to say the day after we finished the consecration i had three uh new clients call me up yeah hey let's get going and we need to get this doing we gotta get this going for the next three to five months 
Mm-hmm. And St. Joseph the Worker, I'm like, well, how do I not associate that with uh, St. With, Joseph? With the increase in your client client base, yeah. <laughs> and I've I've, uh, I've 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 really tried to uh, dedicate myself to um, reinforcing that relation, and it's a relationship. It it's is. all yeah. about relationship, right? And and to reinforce that relationship, if not daily, you know, it's usually daily, but uh, at least every week when I go to adoration, um, one of the one of the, the things that I do in adoration is uh, read one of the consecrations to Saint Joseph, yep. and and reconsecrate myself. Um, there's a litany to Saint Joseph, and I read through that. Mm-hmm. And just to reinforce that uh, I'm not letting this go. I'm st- I'm still here. Don't forget mm-hmm. about me. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, you know I I could spend the entire hour talking about the benefits of that. And I yeah. think that having that opportunity to create that kind of bond with the Blessed Mother, um, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless she finds me annoying, I'm worried about that. <laughs> Hey, she's drawn to the annoying people. That's she loves being close to annoying people. So you're in good you're in good hands. How do you come up with that? Where's that from? I I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, <clears throat> she's uh, she's dedicated to you know praying for sinners, and you and I are are great sinners. You know, so we uh, we have her close to us. That's good. Um, you know, as I think about my own consecration to, to Saint Joseph, I mean, I think. Um, I have to be honest that before our consecration, I mean, while I always, you know, uh, appreciated St. Joseph and sometimes preached on uh, his feast when it would roll around in the liturgical year and so forth, I I didn't really feel like I had a kind of a personal friendship with him or or a meaningful personal relationship. And I think that's where the consecration really helped me is, you know, by taking over a month, you know, daily just to ponder his role in the life of Jesus and Mary to ponder some of the virtues, you know, that he exhibited. I mean, as a, as we know, he's, he's a worker, a carpenter. And so a man who worked diligently with his hands, uh, he's a man who is very humble. In fact, we don't have one recorded word of his in the scriptures. And so, you know, he would have known that unlike Mary, who was immaculately conceived and unlike Jesus who was God in the flesh you know he would not have been as exalted and virtuous as them and yet he still said yes to the Lord's invitation to be the spouse of Mary and the uh, foster father of Jesus he could have you know just said I'm not worthy or whatever but no he he obeyed you know he had those dreams in which he was told what to do and he promptly obeyed so lots of virtues that I think we can learn from him and so I, I have a beautiful icon, actually. I'm looking at it right now on my desk in my office. It was given to me by the previous parish the last three years where I was helping. And and it's an icon to Joseph. He's holding Jesus. And, um, yeah, I think just having a more lively and meaningful relationship with this great saint, second only to Mary, uh, has been really beneficial for me. And uh, and I, I, I hope and I pray that after December 8th, I'll continue to, you know, turn to him and call upon him. And I think especially maybe as a man, uh, you know, I find it helpful to 
kind of uh, petition Joseph, uh, you know, just, just growing in my own masculine virtues and, and as a celibate, you know, he didn't have uh, relations with Mary. And so also his, his uh, chastity and his purity. I mean, there's lots of ways in which he can, I think, not, not only be sort of a, an external model or example for me as a priest, but also somebody that I can just talk with when I'm, you know, needing help. Um, and like you said, I think, you know, we want to do that. I mean, both Mary and Joseph want us to have a, a personal friendship with them and they're not jealous of, you know, our relationship with one or the other. They, they both want us to love the other. So, um, and then ultimately to love Jesus. And ultimately to love Jesus, of course. That's, right. That's, uh, that was uh, right. John Paul, St. John Paul II, who. Mm-hmm. Pope St. John Paul, I never remember how to say <laughs> it properly. But he would say to Jesus through Mary. Yeah. Yep. And he and probably would have added, added Joseph, too, at some point. Yep. I think, yep. you know, just uh, putting that on. But the, the thing about it is, it's like once you go through the consecration of St. Joseph, you are asking St. Joseph to be your spiritual father. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that's not like um, it, it's not just like it's not a title without any weight to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's um, it, it's it's an actual um, father uh, father son father daughter relationship where we're right. we're asking him to look upon us as as his children. Mm-hmm. And um, as we go through the the thirty three days to the blessed mother. Um, that's the same result at the end too. We're asking her to be our spiritual mother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, which then puts us in a unique opportunity to be, um, connected to the Holy family right. and, uh, with, you know, Christ right there mm-hmm. and, uh, putting us in the, in the, I mean, that's just, um, I'm, my words are escaping today. Yeah, but, but what a profound experience! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for Conse- sure. Consecrate ourselves to both Saint Joseph and the Blessed Mother, and and having Jesus literally in our family, mm-hmm. um, spiritually. <sighs> you know, here's uh, here's a question, Jim, that maybe we can uh, you know ponder together because uh, I think often non-Catholics, one of the things we get accused of as Catholics is that you know we don't keep our focus exclusively on Jesus. I mean, he's God. And why do we even need to do these kinds of consecrations to Mary and Joseph? I mean, when we've got God himself and Jesus, and we have the Holy Spirit, of course, too. Uh, We're given the Holy Spirit, who is the one that sanctifies us. So the question becomes, yeah, aren't these other people, these saints, whether they're Mary and Joseph or other saints, aren't they, you know, kind of a, a distraction or something? I mean, I mean, I don't know what, I mean, we've kind of answered it, I guess, in what we've already said, but how would we specifically address that objection that we don't really need them? This is a podcast of repeats, Father, so I'm I'm (laughs) going back and dealing with that stuff. Yeah. And, well, it's interesting because I do have uh, friends uh, who are evangelical free, and they're just like, you know, Mary's not even important, and St. Joseph isn't even, like, an acknowledgement. Like, he, Mm -hmm. he didn't have any part in this whatsoever. Um, and in their faith, it's just, it's about Jesus. It's about, Mm -hmm. it's about God, the father, the Holy spirit and son, Jesus. And that's 
you know, that's the end game right there. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's, and, and they're incredibly devoted and, uh, they're very prayerful and they read the scripture every day and they, and they will disagree on things that Catholics believe versus what they believe. But, uh, at, at the end of the day, their, their, their focus is exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the, the father, it's the Trinity that they're focusing on. Right, right. But the benefit that we have as Catholics is that we believe that um, when people die and when they go to heaven, that they can still actively um, take an interest in our lives. Mm-hmm. That they can, you know, we can ask them to pray for us. Um, would do that constantly. We, you know, we got St. Francis or not St. Francis, St. Anthony mm-hmm. who finds stuff for us all the time. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually doing it or if it's just something that we say until we actually find the thing. But, <laughs> um, but we have saints who have had, um, who can identify with the things that are going in, in our lives Yeah, that, that we can, um, we, we can ask for help. We can read about their lives like, uh, um, uh, uh, Saint, uh, but wh- who, who did we talk about last week? Keep on screwing up her name. Uh, Saint Jane Francis de Chantal. Yeah. Saint J- I always forget the Jane part. That's okay. Uh, who, um, like lived a life of grieving, um, through all the losses in her life uh-huh. and, and is, is considered the patron saint of people who are lost, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which we can all identify with Right, right. at various times in our life. We all feel lost. And then we can, and not knowing about that, there was an advocate who could advocate for us uh-huh. and you can still pray to Jesus and you can still ask the Holy spirit for help. But if you've got somebody who's like in your corner saying also praying, um, what's the downside of that? Yeah, yeah, right. We can get all the help we you know we can avail ourselves of. So, yeah, and no, it's, I, just, I, it's I, all about relationships. It's all right. about relationships, and when people die, we can still continue our relationships with them. Right, and it right. probably can be even deeper and and uh, and and more uh, beneficial. Um, than while we were alive or while they right. were alive with us. So, right. which is why, like, the two people who are closest to Jesus is St. Joseph and the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to listen to anybody, we got prayers and they're willing right. to offer prayers on our behalf, then how's he going to turn down his mom and dad? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, Jesus himself has a has an awesome love for both you know, his mother and his foster father. And so he wants us to love them too, just as he does. And, and likewise, Mary and Joseph are not interested in, this isn't an ego trip for them. I mean, they're very happy to direct us always to their son, Jesus. That's all they want to do. So, um, you know, Mary's often talked about as sort of this very pure plane of glass, you know, like you, when you, when you see the sun coming through the window in your bedroom, if the window's clean, uh, as Mary is, is, you know, immaculate, um, you don't even notice the window. It just, it just lets the light shine through. And so Mary, um, is not interested in us worshiping her or, uh, we do venerate her. We do, uh, you know, admire her and love her, but, but yeah, all she wants to do is show us Jesus as does St. Joseph. So the more that we fall in love with the Lord, uh, the happier they are. But, but like you were saying, I mean, Jesus himself, um, 
greatly honors uh, his mother and uh, foster father and wants us to do the same. And so none of this is in competition. It's all it's all like just expanding our heart in joy and in love, you know, in the same way that when we meet somebody that we love, uh, we want other people to be introduced to them. We want other people right. to know them. And that's a really good point. Yeah. So. It's, it's, I would like compare you. Sounded, to, you sounded kind of surprised like that. that you would make a good, I made point. A good point. Yeah. <laughs> do more it does happen once in a while. I, I think do, I did but... it about six months ago. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but when when you talk about like the Protestants and 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 their view on on Mary and Joseph, um, and but they're still they're still praying to Jesus and they're still uh, praying to God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Um, it I, I kind of here's my lame comparison. Here's my lame example mm-hmm. um, from my own personal life. Like I've got, um, I've got a trip to Africa for work that I got to go on in a few months, mm-hmm. and um, the one of the founders like pulled me aside and he's like, "Fellows, you need to get your act together because you you're gonna you're gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> It's at 6,000 feet above sea level, and the less weight that you're carrying around, the best you're, the better you're going to be. And, yeah. you're gonna be, and, you know, and if you die out in, in the, the Serengeti or wherever the heck we're going, we're just going to leave you there for the animals to eat because it's too expensive to ship you home. Oh, my. So, so that's a motivator, so, huh? Right. But I'm, so I'm taking, I'm taking that to heart and I'm going, um, I'm back in my gym like, uh, Mm. three or four times a week and working out. Cool. Well, if I don't add, um, like watching what I eat to it, Uh like if I'm not actively working on my diet at the same time, Uh I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have a harder time reaching my end goal. Yeah. Like I need those things that, and it's, this is kind of the same thing with, um, with Jesus and with Mary and with Joseph. We can focus on Jesus and that's a wonderful thing, but Mary and Joseph are kind of like working on your dietary needs at the same time when you're working out. It's like Uh they help assist Uh you to get to your final goal, which is to be with Jesus. So, so Joseph is like a personal trainer and. Yes. And, and marry like a, a nutrition specialist or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Right. It's a, that's yeah. However well, you want to put it. I, that, I like that. Is that a dumb analogy? No, no. I think it's good. I think it's good, you know, that we're uh, we're all in this together. We're all, I mean, the goal is to get to heaven and to spend eternity with the Trinity. But why not, you know, let other people uh, inspire us? And, and in Mary's case, she's not just this – well, both Mary and Joseph, they're not just this uh, kind of, again, an external – model for us they do model all the virtues but but they're actually interceding for us and they're actually you know allowing grace to flow from them to us like god does that you know one of the things that i think um uh father gately points out in the introduction to this book is he says you know when when jesus was doing his ministry on earth he didn't do everything by himself he didn't just snap his fingers and and work all these things uh, independently of others but he chose he chose disciples and he commissioned 12 of them to be his collaborators, to be his, his co- co-workers in the vineyard. And, and then after he ascended, you know, he entrusted so much to them and to the, you know, to, the, to all of us who are, um, are members of his body. So in other words, God invites human beings as, as weak and lowly and poor as we are, he invites us 
to uh, work with him in saving the world. And that's an awesome task. It gives us great dignity. And so of all the human beings that have ever lived, you know, Mary is is the holiest and the greatest. And so she has a very special role in bearing God in her womb. And, and that, you know, the, her role doesn't end there. When, when, you know, she's with him throughout his life and she's with him at the cross. And then he says, you know, John, to John, behold your mother. And John stands, of course, there symbolically for the whole church. So Mary is our mother and she's going to remain our mother forever, you know, and so you know, you, Jesus says, or the, in the Old Testament, they say in the commandments, <clears throat> honor your father and mother. Well, Joseph and Mary are our father and mother. We should be honoring them, and, and then we're going to spend eternity with them. So that's Did awesome. you say John earlier? Well, John, John, the evangelist John at the cross, you know, standing at the cross, and Mary. Oh, okay. And then Mary's entrusted, you know, behold I your mother. Yeah, yeah. I got confused. Well, that happens a lot with you, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll keep you We'll keep you on the that's straight narrow. constant state of confusion. <laughs> I firmly believe, Father, I really actually believe, if I am uh, fortunate enough uh, to make it to heaven, um, and that's what we're all shooting for, but yep. we've got no guarantees in this life. No. But if I make it to heaven, I, 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 I'm absolutely convinced that I'm going to run into a bunch of people who are going to be like, you know, remember when you were going through blah, 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 blah. It's like, gosh, if you had just asked me for some help, I would totally would have been praying. Uh, for that yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think that, uh, I, I think that, that we have a lot of missed opportunities uh-huh. um, with yeah. those kind of things. And, yeah. and I'm just trying to, um, miss less opportunities every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're, we're not getting any younger, Jim. So as we get no. closer to the uh, the end point, yeah, we want to be yep doing what we can to to keep ourselves on that heavenly path. So yeah, very good, <clears throat> very good. Well, what else is there to say? We've, we've reached. The I think we got. It. I don't think we need to no. beat this horse anymore. We're going to start. Uh, the we'll 33 days to morning glory today. Yeah. Um, you may be listening to this later this week and you might be like, fellows, crawl. <laughs> Way'd you start without me? Intentional. We apologize. We do. But, um, we'll, we'll list, uh, we'll list the book again and things that we like, okay. um, for people to order either, uh, for their Kindle or order a paperback copy or, I don't know, are Nooks still around? Can people still read on Nooks? I don't know. To be I don't know either. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know. But books are, books, books are still a thing, though, right? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think there are still a few out there, yeah. Yeah. So we will uh, list those. We will um, – I like the length of this one, Father. I think this yeah. one worked out really well. And I Me think um, I think Pat's going to be thrilled, so I'm thrilled about that. I know. I should hear about that this week. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> All right. Well, we can wrap it up there. You want to pray for us? Let's do that. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So, most blessed Trinity, we praise you and bless you for again giving us this opportunity to speak about you and about the life of heaven, and especially today, to be able to share our mind and hearts on the uh, topic of our Blessed Mother and of St. Joseph. And so we do call upon you, Mary, and you, Joseph, to intercede and pray for us 
uh, especially as we begin this consecration, help us to grow in the virtues uh, that we need most at this time. And I ask that the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon our listeners and remain with them forever. Amen. Amen. Great. We'll see you next time, everybody, and have a great holiday weekend. Yes. And enjoy your Labor Day and all that stuff. And if you want to stay fair, don't work so too hard. I like no work. <laughs> Take a picture of the horse and send it to <laughs> mail and tour gathered. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Take care, Father. Bye-bye. God bless, Tim. Bye bye.